What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. And today I am looking ahead to one championship's next card, which is 1159. Uh, the main event sees the light heavyweight title up for grabs with Rene the Ritter uh, back again against Vitaly Big Dash. And what's a very good fight. And there's actually three really good MMA fights atop this card, which has a bit of MMA and a bit of kickboxing uh, mixed in as one championship cards. Uh, usually do these days so uh, there's some really good talent here really good grappling talent really good wrestling talent and obviously a, a lot of kickboxing talent as well but the kickboxing fights mixed in with some really good grappling uh, in the mixed martial arts as well make it a uh, you know, there's, there's something there for everyone so that's uh, that's really good let me just quickly quickly run through the card itself uh, and as you know the, the MMA guy here I'll concentrate on the top three uh, MMA fights so uh, obviously, the main event I will get to, uh, towards the uh, the latter half of, of this video, um, the Ritter versus Big Dash. Then we have the interim atomweight uh, Muay Thai World uh, Championship fight. You can see all of this up on uh, onefc.com. Obviously, uh, it's Jeanette Todd versus uh, Lara Fernandez. Um, there's a strawweight fight in between uh, Hiroba Minowa and Bakang there. Uh, the Bantamweight Muay Thai uh, fight in Sanchai. Obviously, everyone knows him. Even even me, the the, the, the guy who isn't the aficionado on, on uh, kickboxing or, or Muay Thai uh, knows Sanchai. So that's always uh, going to be fun there. He's fighting uh, Vladimir uh, Kuzmin. And then there's a strawweight, uh, strawweight kickboxing matchup as well. Jing uh, Pine Man against uh, Alison Beck Zirkev. Uh, Strawweight in the uh, mixed martial arts fight, which I will get to. Daniel uh, Williams is transitioning over to uh, MMA from kickboxing or having a, uh, an MMA fight. Anyway, he's had a few before, and I will get to him in a second. He's fighting the Zalang. Uh, then in the league card coming into it, there is some more Muay Thai. So, Federer fight, uh, uh, Natu against Jamal uh, Yupsapov. We have Clint Me versus Liam Nolan from the UK. Uh, and then a few more MMA fights with Ariel Sexton, Goof. For off, which I will get to. Uh, Vladimir De Silva versus Tin uh, Jin Teho. Uh, Leah Bevens, then, who is from the United States as well, against Ziba Bano. So that's the, the full card uh, uh, there for the one championship, one five nine. Um, and uh, let me get a little bit uh, further into some of the MMA fights there. Uh, so there are openshardog.com here, or yeah, shardog.com even. There are six MMA fights uh, scheduled. Um, Leah Bevens is making her pro debut. She's uh, taking on um, Ziba Bano here, who is six and one. <clears throat> if you look at her record, Five of those six wins have come inside the distance. Four by KO. She lost her last one out by armbar uh, at one one five seven. But before that, she was on a really good win of four KOs uh, in a row. Uh, so she'll be coming back here, taking on uh, Beavens in her uh, one championship debut. Also debuting uh, as a mixed martial arts fighter is Mikhail Jamad uh, Abdul Latif. He's taking on Anderson Silva, who you know not that Anderson Silva, another Anderson Silva who we've uh, we've seen around the place before uh, he fought in the last one championship card he's running on a few others as well obviously he lost to Buchecha at that time out people might remember that back in 2021 so he'll be looking to get a win here as well he's been fighting for a good while not fighting that often but he was three years out before that fight in 2021 so it'll be, uh, he'll be back in here and look, looking to get the win there against the, the debutant then we have Tehu Jin against Vladimir De Silva Barboza uh, if you look at Jin's record, you know, nine and six, 
six decision losses, so he's not getting finished in there. He is six decision, uh, sorry, three decision wins and, and six inside uh, the distance. But that record's a little bit deceiving because he's won his last, what, one, two, three, four, five in a row. So, you know, starting off his career, he lost three of his first four, he lost four of his first six, and then last two more fights coming up there as well. But it's been a great run since that came in and won by Kimura in the first round of his one championship debut uh, in April of this year. So he'll be looking to move on and go forward here as well. Obviously, a guy who's changed his career around. He's fighting Vladimir Da uh, Silva Barbosa, who is uh, eight and two in his uh, career now. Lost his last one out, but was in a four or five win streak before that, all by finish. So, um, his last fight was his one championship debut as well. So, you know, that that one is is two finishers there. He's all won all eight of his wins, has Barboza inside uh, the distance, all by KO. So that'll be a, a very interesting one to, to look at there. And there'll probably, be a, there'll probably be a big finish on that. And then we get to the, the top three fights. And... Um, I, do you know what? I, I really like these top three fights. I went back and I watched a good bit of, of both of them uh, preparing uh, for this. Well, I, I should say as well, uh, the, the the three fights I've concentrated on, there's another fight as well. Don't, don't let me miss it. There's actually seven fights here. Um, uh, Koka Minowa against Bukang uh, Musignani. Uh, Minowa is uh, 13 and 3 in uh, his career. Uh, 11 of those wins inside the distance, eight of them by submission last uh, last time out to Jared Brooks. But again, it was on a great run before that. I fought one, two, three, four, five, six fights in a row. Three of them were in one championship. Has fought in Shooto uh, as well. So, so a very, very good record there. Um, has been fighting even pretty regularly throughout the, the pandemic as well. Fought twice in 2021 in 2021 and obviously fought at the start of this year as well against uh, against Jared Brooks. Uh, then Bo Kang is, is 8-1 and one in his career. Six decisions, um, but two inside the distance. Uh, lost once by submission uh, in his career as well. He also lost to Jared Brooks uh, last time out back in, in April, but you know he won his two one championship fights uh, before that. He fought a lot uh, in EFC. He's a win over Conor Hignett here, I who uh, you know I would be uh, I would be fairly familiar with, who's a, a very very good fighter fighting out of uh, finding out of the UK. You know he is some very good wins over. Um, I believe he'd be Darren O'Garman, who's from Ireland, but he also fought Sam Creasy and Luke Shanks, who uh, are, you know the, the last two champions in the 125 pound division over in Cage Warrior. So you know he's fought Aaron Aby as well. This guy has you know he also has Street and Hayden Sheriff. We we let him go with that one, but. The the, uh, the amount of names he has in his ledger are really, really good. And he's a win over him by unanimous decision. That's a good win. And you can call someone a good fighter with those wins. So that should be a, a fun fight between uh, the two of them. One fight I'm really excited about, though. Ariel Sexton against uh, Marat uh, uh, Gufarov. Sexton, 13-4. and four. Um 10 wins by submission, three inside the distance, no decisions on his ledger. Been submitted twice uh, in his career, all right. When he's last two, you know, uh, beat even Roger Huerta before that as well in one championship. Um, and had some very, very good wins. Fought Kamel Shalarus back in 2014. Hasn't been the most active in the world, you know. Uh, he has actually hasn't fought since 2019, so he's making a comeback here uh, in this one. Um, he... You know, he's a very, very good fighter. I'll get to him in a second, but 18 and 14, uh, Marat uh, Gafarov, uh, 12 of his wins as well by submission. So, two real submission artists here, uh, five wins by decision as well. He's been knocked out twice and submitted once. I 
you know, you watch the two of them, and I go for off especially, I get to him first. This guy is all submissions. All submissions. Very good wrestler, strong. I saw, I, I was looking up a few of his fights, and I'm, I think it's one championship video that they have up, but they were like, they were calling him the, the Dagestani flying machine or something like that, because he picks guys up and puts them down pretty hard and maybe flies them through the air before he even puts them back down. That's the type of guy he is. Suplexes, big high amplitude takedowns, very, very, you know, your, your old school Dagestani Russian type of wrestler. He's really, really, uh, really, really good at, at that sort of stuff, you know, fighting out of Makachkala, as, as, we, as we know it now. I think everyone in MMA knows the, the place Makachkala. So, um, a very, very, a very good wrestler and a very good jiu-jitsu artist as well. He, he is the type of guy as well. Sometimes you see wrestlers, and, you know, maybe Curtis Blades is a guy we see this weekend. They take a guy down, maybe they, they try to bang him out of there, but they're not looking for the submission. They're not looking for the finish as much as the control and all of that. Gufarov is not that. He is the opposite of that. And he, you know what? He gets himself tired as well because of that in the, in the few fights I watched of him. But, um... He is a finisher. He goes for your neck. He goes for arms. He goes for legs. Everything like that. He is a guy that will keep going nonstop and try to finish you as much as he possibly can. Now, having said that, his last two wins in a row were decisions. But, you know, before that, he won by... Let, let, let's see some of the different chokes he's won by. Arm triangle choke. Rear naked choke. Rear naked choke. Yeah, okay, he's a good few rear naked chokes. Uh, let, let, let's be honest there. Another, he's won by triangle choke. Arm bar. More, he's about seven or eight wins, I think, by rear naked choke as well. But have you know, as I said, they are shared around a little bit too. Uh, and if you look at Sexton, then I'm I really impressed watching him. BJJ black belt, he's a switch stance fighter. I think he's dangerous on the feet, throws these big wild kicks, uh, flying knees and all, but he's very good trips. Like, if there was an advantage on the feet. You, you know, by looking at the both of them, you would probably have to give it to Sexton, right? But having said that, do you really have an advantage if you're throwing flying kicks against a Dagestani wrestler? Like, let's <laughs> let's be honest there. So maybe not in that case. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a real fun fight. On the ground, Sexton is, is another guy who's looking for the finish. I, I called you out their record a minute ago. They are finishers. Um and he will always look for and and even when guys do take him to the ground they don't want to stay on the ground with him because they know he's a BJJ black belt and because they know he can uh, he can finish them at any time i would uh, look i think if this turns into um i think if this turns into a a jiu-jitsu matchup it could be a f a fight of the year candidate like genuinely these two guys are animals on the ground it could be brilliant if it turns into a kickboxing match I think Sexton will have enough for him. Now, I haven't seen an extensive amount of Gufarov on the feed simply because he takes everyone down almost immediately, which is the team for some of the upcoming guys we'll see on this card as well. Um, but I, I I, do think it's going to be brilliant on the ground. I, I, Sexton is happy off his back. You know, he fights off his back an awful lot in his fights. Let's have a look at some of his submissions and see where he got him up here on Sherdog.com. Rear naked choke, reverse triangle key lock uh he submitted someone to punches rear naked choke he got that reverse triangle key lock as well guillotine submission with punches uh guillotine again rear naked choke triangle choke key lock heel hook every th sort of thing you can think of ariel sexton can submit you it's so, a please god this hits the ground 
we want to see a jiu-jitsu match up here. We need to see a jiu-jitsu match up here, and I hope we do. Having said that on the field, I think Sexton will, um, you know, will do well there. I don't think Gufarov is the th- sort of guy who will let this fight happen on the field, uh, honestly. And the fact that Sexton's happy enough to fight on the ground, I think that's where the fight will go. So that's what I, I plan on seeing here. Now, uh, the next fight is a very exciting one. Now, I looked up some of Zilang Jai, uh, and I couldn't really find much of him. Um, he is uh, he's fighting out of China. He's sixteen and six in his career. Uh, up here in Sherdog, ten uh, victories by KO, three by submission, three by decision as well. He's lost four of those fights by decision, so only lost twice uh, inside the distance. This is his second one championship fight. He fought back. Sorry, no, it's not his second one championship fight, but it's second stint to maybe a one championship if you want to put it that way. His last two fights were outside of the cage, uh, or outside of the one championship arena. He fought three in a row for him before that that as well and you know he's he's been fighting around around for a good time he's fought a lot in the wfl uh promotion uh made his debut back in 2016 and like i say a long time what's what's 2016 six years and he's had 26 fights so you know that's uh that's a lot of fights at that time maybe he doesn't have the names on his record that stick out to say like oh he's fought this guy that's how good he is like some others there isn't anyone in that record that i'm noticing straight off uh that will stick out to me like that um so it'll be interesting to see as i said i went and tried to find a bit of footage of him couldn't find much um but there's plenty of Daniel Williams um, fighting out of uh, fighting out of Australia. Um, this guy is an absolute animal of a kickboxer. Just really, really good. Just throws hands nonstop. Uh, he is. He fought a road tank there, I believe, recently. But that was a. Uh, I actually don't know when it was, but I, that was one of the the bouts I watched uh, preparing for this, and that was just a rock'em sock'em robots go robots. Is that it? Rock'em sock'em. Yeah, just going at it. And that's the type of fighter he is. He hits so hard. He kicks to the body. His MMA fight uh, back in April, I watched it uh, against uh, Namiki Kawara. He got taken down a couple of times in that, and he's literally one of these guys that kind of pushes off, gets back up. Reminds you a little bit of Jose Aldo, the way he just refuses it, gets straight back up. Um, look, the size and the, and all helps with that. Uh, I'm sure fighting at 125 pounds. Um, but this guy is electric. His striking is absolutely immense. Look at his last three uh, three KOs in a row before going to the decision last time out against uh, Namiki, who got knocked down multiple times in that fight that I watched. Uh, I, I'll i be tuning in to see Daniel Williams. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll put it to you that way. This guy is really, really exciting and a really, really good fighter. Southpaw, just, I'll say it again, those kicks to the body, the combinations right down through the middle. He's the type of guy you, you're going in there and you're probably going to be bleeding coming out there, you know? He's a rough fighter and uh, really good, really technical, really strong. Everything you want to see out of a fighter. So, don't know much about uh, Zhilang, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll see a lot on the card this weekend. Uh, and in the main event, the, the multiple champion, Renee de Ritter, against uh, Vitali Big Dash. Um, if you don't know Vitali, he's 12-2 and two in his career. Uh, 10 of those 12 wins inside the distance, six submissions and four uh, knockouts. He's beaten Anlan Asang twice. Uh, he beat him last time out back in February of this year. So some very good wins there. Obviously, you know, they went to a trilogy. Uh, he's beaten Magomed Magomed Karimov. So that 
that was back in 2015 but still that's a name there that you cannot take lightly and if you have that sort of name uh, on your record you know you're a good fighter so he absolutely is and that's a very very good record there now watching him fight the first thing you notice is his his muscles. He's a big, strong man. Fights out of the orthodox position. It's a great clinch. Mai Tai clinch in the middle of the cage as well. Throws those big knees up through the middle. Very good wrestler. He's good cardio as well for a guy with, uh, you know, such muscles. And he can keep going late into the fight as well. Um... And I, I, I like his style. You know, I'm definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm a fan of, of his style. Arinia the Ritter then, uh, the, uh, the Dutch, the, 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 the Dutch Knight is his nickname, but this man is very much, uh, not an old school Dutch kickboxer. He is a wrestler and he's a jiu-jitsu artist. Now, I was watching one of his fights and they said in the commentary he's been training a lot with Dutch kickboxers. And look, we haven't maybe seen a lot of evidence of that, but if that, uh, comes true even more in these fights, I think there's a lot of guys at that weight who'll be very worried about fighting him because he's already a tough prospect. 15 and all, 10 by submission, 3 by KO, only 2 inside the distance. You know, he's beaten Alan Asang as well, uh, twice at two different uh, weight classes for two different titles. He's, you know, fought... I, I watched a bit of his fight against Leandro Atides, and that was a tough fight, and he came through that one. Uh, ended up getting the decision there. And he's been around for a good while now as well. Made his debut back in 2013. So, uh, you know, I, t- I think he took... Um, was it Andre Galvo? He took on in a, a jiu-jitsu matchup as well recently. So, this guy, you know, he he can he can do it all, really. Um, as I said... If I had to describe his game, I would say he's a very strong wrestler, southpaw, uh, kickboxer. Um, he loves the body lock to get you down, push you against the cage, body locks you, trips you, takes you down. Whereas, you know, B-Dash is more of a, a wrestler maybe in the middle of the cage and take you down that way. Although he has a very good clinch as well. He mostly strikes out of the clinch, though, I would say. But for uh, Rinia... his elbows when the fight gets to the ground are absolutely ferocious. Um... Another guy, if you go in there and fight with, you're probably getting hurt. <laughs> you know, he's not the type of guy to hold back. He's not the type of guy to, um, you know, to, to give you an easy night in there. And uh, I'm sure it won't be for either guy. Now, the one integer I would think will decide this. And uh, look, it's not rocket science for me. If you've gone back and watched much of either of both of these guys, you'll probably know it. it's it's the wrestling. Like, who is going to win uh, that wrestling matchup between the two of these guys, uh, nobody is able to be being able to get close to Renier the Ritter. And watching his last fight um, against uh, Karyam Abasov, I watched a bit of him before that, Abasov, and he's a very good wrestler too. And he just wasn't able to live with Renier the Ritter. He's so big and strong for that division as well. It's almost, you know, it's like Minigan's boys uh, sometimes. Uh, he's six foot four, which obviously is very tall and very big. Six foot for Big Dash as well. So, you know, it's it's going to be tough. He's fighting of, you know, that Akmat fight team. And we, we know the, the bad parts of that. But we also know the, the very, very good fighters they have uh, in that team as well. And the absolute beasts of wrestlers so he'll have no shortage of uh, of opponents to take on shall we say to uh, to mimic Renier the Ritter and exactly what he can do so if there is one you know guy who'll be prepared I'm sure it will be him um, I'd be interested to see if Big Dash can stop him taking him down uh, 
what is that going to look like? I think he could win on the field, honestly. I, I think the Ritter is not the best striker in the world. Now, I, I don't know if Big Dash is either. I think he, look, his striking looks better. We, I, won't, I won't lie, but I don't think he is an amazing striker or anything like that. But I do think in the clinch, if Vitaly, Big Dash can get the fight into the clinch, land some of those knees, even knees to the body, and stop any of the Ritter taking him down from there. Now, not necessarily get it to the clinch, but if it goes to the clinch, Stop him getting the takedown there. I think that could be... Like, one of those knees is going to land on someone and knock him out pretty soon. Those knees are legitimate fight-enders. Um, so I think the Ritter's going to have to be very, very careful there and uh, don't, don't play that game too much. But having said that, I do think... Um, you know, I, I do think he will be able to get the fight to the ground and would probably be able to win it there. But... It's by no means a given. I actually think it's a very good fight, and it's a very intriguing matchup when you have two very good wrestlers taking each other on, and you have a champion who, to me, is not as good of a striker as uh, Vitaly Big Dash, the, the challenger, coming in here. So, very interesting matchup, and I look forward to seeing that. Uh, I'll give you my picks, actually, for, the, for the, the seven MMA fights here. Why not? I'm going to go with the Ritter to win that one. Uh, I'm going to go for Bakong to win. Uh, I, I think I'll definitely pick Daniel Williams to get the knockout there. Sexton versus uh, Gufarov is a, is an interesting fight. I'm I'm not sure uh, who the favorite is for that one, but uh, maybe maybe the, the odds are up here. I'll just have a have a quick look uh, before uh, before we get into it. But it that's going to be a very very interesting and very close fight uh, as well. I, I would say I don't I don't think the odds are actually up, so we'll uh, we leave that. But I, I uh, who, who will I go for? I go for. Uh, do you know what? I'll go for Gufarov. I'll go for Gufarov. I think his game might be a little bit more dominant and he might be able to get a submission. But if he doesn't get a submission, no. I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm going for sex. And I think he'll be able to keep it on the feet for a while and win the fight there. Um, I'll go for uh, De Silva to win. Uh, I'll go for Anderson Silva to win as well. Why not? And I will go for uh, Bado to win against Beavens on her debut. All right. I will leave it there. Thank you to everybody for watching. Check out one championships, 159th card this week. There's some great stuff coming up. Obviously the return of, of the legend Demetrius and all is coming up uh, pretty pr uh, soon. Uh, is that 160 or one? I think it's 161. Actually that card uh, there, there is 160 coming up as well at the end of August. So uh, yeah, it is. It is. They're both on the same weekend. They're there. Oh my God, mad. Uh, the 26th and 27th of August. Yeah, so that 161 card is going to be really, really good. The rematch between Demetrius Johnson and Adriana Murray. So uh, check that one out as well. And uh, I will uh, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com. And we'll see you all next time.